you're pushing, you're pulling, you're working against your own body weight, you're building strength, you're creating flexibility, you're creating better balance, which is very helpful as we get older, we lose our balance. And more importantly, we're clearing the mind. Hi, I'm Deanna Robbins. And I'm Christy North. Welcome to Pieces of a Woman podcast, where we explore all the pieces that make up a woman, mind, body, and soul. By embracing all complexities of being a woman, our goal is to share real stories that inspire growth and empower all women to be the best versions of themselves. And as Maya Angelou so eloquently said, when we know better, we do better. Thank you for taking this journey with us. Hey, well, today, and I am super excited, and this is a really powerful and important topic and very timely, and we're focusing on a new you in 22. And today we're very excited to have Beth Shaw, who is the founder and president of yogafit.com. She is also a best-selling author. She has a bachelor's degree in business administration and nutrition and is trained yoga therapist and anger management specialist. Did I hit on everything? <laughs> Um, yes, <laughs> you are quite the, quite the impressive lady, but I, we're so excited to meet with you and we've talked a lot about your work, but we'd like to first hear a little bit about how you got started into this and then dive in deeper after that. Okay. Um, I taught myself how to do guided imagery and meditation when I was six years old because I suffered from really bad migraine headaches. And no one in my family, you know, was that really that concerned about what was going on with me. So uh, through doing guided meditation in particular, I was able to cure myself of the migraines permanently. Um, I've been doing yoga poses since I'm a child, but I didn't really know what they were at the time. At age 15, uh, a couple of years after my parents got divorced, my mother joined the gym Um and I started going with her. So I've been in the gym lifting weights since age 15, um, studying nutrition since college because I was in a car accident and I met some great chiropractors who were really into food combining. And they, uh, they had me read a book called Fit for Life, which uh, still remains, uh, the philosophy of that book uh, still remains with me. Um, and I started practicing formal yoga in my early 20s. I've been all over the world and spent a lot of time in India and saw, just saw a need in the marketplace for safe, user-friendly, effective yoga that didn't use Sanskrit and too complicated poses that everybody would feel successful doing and would benefit from. Well, I love hearing that because it's so true. Sometimes yoga can be very intimidating for people because of how complex the poses can be. But I would love to hear more about your work goes into, you know, when we talked earlier and, and met originally, we talked about mental health and stress and anxiety and depression and how yoga is a benefit for that. How does that play a role? Tell us a little bit about your work on that. Well, um, my most recent book is called Healing Trauma with Yoga. And coincidentally, it came out two months before the pandemic. So in that book, we really elaborate on the benefits of yoga, meditation, deep breathing exercises, but yoga 
really balances the body and the mind. Here's the book. <laughs> We've actually ordered it. Yes. Oh, great. Yes. Um, so yoga really is powerful. You know, I just actually taught a practice because I'm running an eight-week yoga lean transformation group right now. And, you know, the difference that I feel 45, 50 minutes later than when I started my practice is like I'm a new person. So what we find with yoga, when we focus our awareness into our physical body, when we combine breath with movement, which any good yoga class should do, you really um, get a, a mental break. Your mind gets a little mini vacation while your body gets a workout. You know, for most people, they might take a vacation, but their mind is super busy. So that's really no vacation at all. So I like to think of yoga as the ultimate healing vacation. Just by moving our bodies in different ways, we get more aware of them. When we have more body awareness, uh, we get into a state of more consciousness. In my book, Yoga Lean, I talk about the state of lean consciousness, where you are so in tune with your body through your yoga practice that you know exactly what to put in it and what not to put in it. And that's very powerful because we're bombarded constantly with messages of unhealthy food. Every commercial that's on television is, you know, either for a pharmaceutical or for food and not healthy food. So there's a, a big lack of education in, in the country in terms of how to eat and how to take care of your health and how food is really your medicine and the importance of eating just clean, fresh, healthy food. So I'm getting a little off topic, but it, it, that's a subject I'm very passionate about. Well, I, you know, I think what I'm hearing from you and um, when I'm thinking about yoga on the surface, we look at it as a form of exercise and I don't, I'm not speaking for everyone that's listening, but you know, it is another practice that we can incorporate in terms of exercising and being fit physically. But what you're saying is there's this aspect to yoga that is a mental. And, and when we're talking about mental health and we're talking about healing, or we're also want to incorporating mindfulness, but mostly healing our bodies, you're saying yoga allows us to be more in line with our bodies, which gives us that presentness. Where is that healing? What, what is the part of yoga that you're saying is, is creating a healing space for people that are experiencing trauma? Well, it, for trauma in particular, um, any traumatic event is lodged in the body. You know, you can have memories of things, but we, we're, we're physical creatures. And so we experience everything physically. A door slams behind you, you'll jump in a, in a state of surprise. So chances are, whether you had childhood trauma or adult trauma, you've had some trauma in your life. And what happens then is that our prefrontal cortex, our executive function, starts to diminish in its capacity. So we're not making smart, healthy, or rational choices. And we're in a sense of fight or flight all the time. And what fight or flight does to our physical bodies is we're constantly releasing cortisol. Our insulin levels are elevated. We are just holding uh, this, this stress and tension, you know, ready for, you know, what's coming at us next. And it leads to heart disease, it leads to inflammation in the body, which then can lead to dementia and Alzheimer's. So trauma, trauma affects the body, trauma affects the brain. Through the practice of yoga, as we start to become more present to our bodies and we're opening our bodies up in these postures, we start releasing 
Uh, I remember years ago working with a client who had had a heart attack and then heart surgery, and he got the chest expansion, and he kind of had a spontaneous memory of that. Uh, if someone has a hamstring issue and they they injured their hamstring doing cheerleading, like that's going to be in the body. So everything's in our bodies. Yoga helps us release from the body and the mind. So, you know, I know that you are speaking at conferences, you're speaking at universities, you're putting the message out there to bring people more education around yoga and more awareness around it. What is, what is your biggest message that you want to say about why yoga and why should we be considering it as a practice in our life? Well, because first of all, you don't need any equipment to do yoga. I mean, you can use a mat, it's helpful, but you don't need to. And there's so many of these postures that you're pushing, you're pulling, you're working against your own body weight, you're building strength, you're creating flexibility, you're creating uh, you know, better balance, which is very helpful as we get older, we lose our balance. And you know, more importantly, we're clearing the mind. So we're just and and we're also opening ourselves up to universal consciousness and a sense that we are all one but we are in these physical bodies that we need to take care of. You know, these bodies have to last us a lifetime, however long that is. And there is a science of epigenetics that Bruce Lipton talks a lot about. And that is that even if you if something is in your DNA, uh, some type of a physical issue or malady, we don't have to be our DNA. And through the practice of yoga and meditation, we can, and healthy eating and healthy lifestyle, we can change our gene expression, which I think is super powerful for people to know, you know, they're, that they're not prisoners of the story, but they are really the creators and co-creators of their physical and mental health. And then we give people tools to take control of their physical and mental health. And so they they have the tools that they need that they can implement themselves as opposed to waiting around to go to a trained professional uh or you know by the time we get to a doctor a lot of times we're sicker than we would like to be so it, it's just about empowerment and yoga really gives us just with you know engaging our good posture muscles and some deep breathing uh some really good uh, self-confidence and sense of self in a, in a very powerful holistic and profound way Oh, I love that. And I would say, and just, I have a question for you after here now we're two years into the pandemic. I was curious what your business looked like prior to the pandemic and what it looks like now. I know you mentioned you're doing a lot of online courses. You're all across the country. Um, and I'm not sure if you're outside of the U S we are. Uh, that's wonderful. I think we did talk about that a little bit, but what what are you seeing is a real need right now for people? Like, and what was your experience pre-pandemic and now where we are? We thought we would be out of it, but we're still in it a little bit to this day. Um, you know, pre-pandemic, and again, we've been operating as a school for over 24 years now. So pre-pandemic, we were running 15 conferences a year across North America. And we were also running about a thousand weekend trainings live worldwide. Wow. So, you know, I was traveling around presenting at other people's conferences, having our own conferences. I, I, I didn't realize what a great life that was until it was no longer. Um, so we had to switch our business model uh, within three weeks after the COVID lockdowns to online. And we did a lot, a lot of online training in 2020. 
2021, we're finding that people are getting Zoom fatigue, but they're still afraid, uh, not all of them, but a lot of people are afraid to go back to live events. So we're kind of in a very strange in-between place right now. Discover adventure, discover luxury, discover Moab with exclusive retreats for your next vacation or event. Wake up to amazing views only minutes from Utah's most breathtaking national and state parks and Moab's best shopping and dining. Enjoy your fully stocked vacation home with private pool and hot tub. Every room is a luxurious private suite, plus daily maid service and private chefs are available. Exclusive retreats. We're not your home away from home. We are better. Book today at ExclusiveRetreats.com. I think it's been such a boom for people to have where we're locked in. People that have been home now have so many options to do exercise, whatever it is, online, which is such a great thing for us now. But do you see the trend staying or do you think people want to go back to life? I guess is what I'm, I'm trying to get at is do you, I mean, you're kind of in between, but where do you see the need and the, and the desire? We're social creatures. Um, you know, unfortunately we've been stripped of the opportunity to go to church, to gather in groups, to uplift each other. And however way we do that, um, at our yoga fit mind body fitness conferences that, you know, the energy is always amazing and people interact with like-minded people and they meet new friends and there's such a strong sense of community. We're having the events. We're having a lot of live conferences. I just got back from the one we had in Palm Springs. Uh, you know, we had about a, maybe a fifth of the normal attendance that we would, but the people who showed up, you know, I have to give a lot of credit to them. They're strong. They're brave. They want to continue their education. They want to help other people and they want to start living again. And, and, you know, I, I think that we all need to be together in groups again, but you, you can't hide out, uh, from, from anything in, in life, not from a virus, not from yourself. It all catches up to you. So I think that uh, there is a, a deep desire for people to be back in person for sure. So I want to kind of go back on the exercise piece of it. So you know, I know it's becoming more popular with the men in our community. I know primarily there was a point in time where you mostly saw women, you know, committed to doing the yoga practice. And I'm seeing, you know, more and more as I go into our yoga studio, the majority of them are male. That's great. You need more men in yoga. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, you, and, and I don't know if it's still the case or not, but I recall, you know, at some point, I don't know how long ago it was where, you know, men just didn't look at it as a form of exercise that was going to help them physically. And yet, you know, I'm seeing that completely shift and, and most are incorporating it into their exercise program as part of their fitness routine, which I think is amazing. And as females, I think it's the same thing. Um, the stretching piece of it is so important. You are doing a physical um, strength training, but, you know, as Deanna mentioned earlier, it might've been you, Beth, as we're aging, I noticed that the more stretching we do, the more agile we're going to be in our aging years. And so the benefits physically, the benefits mentally, I mean, all around, everybody should be doing yoga. Most definitely, especially about the aging piece. Um, there's an Asian saying that I love, and it's like, we have to be like bamboo, strong and flexible, because as we get older, we get more brittle. And if we get too brittle, we break. So 
even if people, and, and I do this when I go to the gym, I take 10 minutes at the end of my workout to stretch out at least my hips, my hamstrings, my low back, my hip flexors. Because chances are, if I was on an elliptical, if I was on a treadmill, if I was lifting weights, those parts of my body are going to be tight. And if I don't stretch them out, I'm going to get repetitive use injuries. So even like you said, for for men, for women, for whoever, uh, that little bit of yoga at the end of your workout will make all the difference. My tennis coach is 80 years old and he was complaining about his hip and I showed him some yoga poses and he's been doing them two, three times a day and he says he's feeling much better. So never too late to start. Yeah. <laughs> it's a game changer. And so, you know, with the whole physical piece, which I think is such a benefit, I want to dive a little bit more into the mental health because we know it's a conversation that has been more profound in the last few years. Um, I think as it relates to depression, anxiety, suicide, and I really want to talk on how can we get the message out there, how yoga can be a tool and why is it such an important tool if you are struggling in any of those areas? You know, if you're struggling with your mental health, a lot of times it's very situational and emotions, they come and they go. They're like the waves at the beach. So we need to be able to learn non-reaction, which the practice of yoga teaches us, because if we have to stay in a complicated pose for a while, uh, we learn to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And in that getting comfortable being uncomfortable you know, we learn to weather the emotional storms better. And we also have, you know, the whole uh, chapter 12 in my book, Healing Trauma with Yoga, is called Living Your Best Life. And there are 22 hacks in there, things that you can do on a daily basis, just to feel better in that moment. And since life exists moment by moment by moment, the more we can focus on having good moments, or positive moments, the, the better quality of life we'll have and the results are cumulative in either direction. So whether it's doing 15, 20 minutes of cardio first thing in the morning or standing on your head with a red light in your face, like I try to do almost every day because it's good for depression, which is something I've struggled with throughout my life. Um, there are different things that you can definitely do to change up your mood and even going on YouTube and putting on something inspirational. You have to learn what works for you that's positive and then just be very ruthless, just like one would be on a diet or, or in pursuit of any goal. But the number one goal, I believe, should be both physical and mental health. I agree with that. And I was going to say, so Beth, what would you tell somebody out there who has really not jumped into yoga, they're maybe a little intimidated, where's, what's a good place to start? And what would you say to encourage them to try and where to start? Uh, well, we have free classes on our website, yogafit.com. I also have some free classes on my website, bethshaw.com. And, you know, start, start small. Now there are also so many online options. Um, and try different, try different types of yoga until you find an instructor that resonates with you and a style that works for you. I, I, you know, they say it takes 28 to 40 days to create a habit. So making a commitment, and it's all about making a commitment and taking action to even do 10 minutes of yoga a day. They can buy one of my books uh, and just practice some poses. You'll feel different. We have, you know, I just, um, 
I'm into week three with my yoga lean transformation weight loss group, uh, our eight week continuity series. And there are already people there. They're clearing the clutter out of their house. They're doing yoga. They're changing their eating habits. They're losing weight. They're feeling great. So it works if you commit to a program. Oh, I love that. So tell us all the different programs that you offer. Well, we offer over 70 different educational programs at Yoga Fit. Uh, everything from injury prevention and yoga back and core to our therapeutic track, um, balancing moods, healing physical and emotional trauma. We have a whole 100 hour yoga training uh, for trauma. It's called Yoga Fit Warriors. And we also have that for Yoga Fit Kids, for people who want to share the practice of yoga with children. We have prenatal yoga, we have senior yoga, we have a lot of certificate programs. Basically, uh, we have Tai Chi, we have Ayurveda, we have sound healing, meditation. We're kind of one-stop shopping for anything mind-body. Oh, I love that. All right. So for all of our listeners that are currently having yoga incorporating their life, uh, you need to definitely check out Beth Shaw's website, yogafit.com. And for any of you that it's just been maybe kind of in your mind, but you've not really decided that you're going, you know, it's something for you. Just remember it's the new you in 22. And we think that you should challenge yourself, incorporate this at some point, even if it's 10 minutes. Again, go check out Beth Shaw at yogafit.com. But also don't forget to take a look at her book, Healing Trauma with Yoga. And we are going to have that posted on our social media, Beth. And I would love to take a page out of it where you talk about, I think you just mentioned there's a page or a chapter in there that talks about all the things you can do. Um, I'd love to reference that on our social media uh, for all of our listeners. Well, and I'm actually going to try, I'm going to try one of the free classes and check it out. I'm excited. And, you know, we have one of our, I know you ladies are in Salt Lake. We have one of our very long-term trainers. Uh, she actually also works for Yoga Fit Corporate. She teaches in the Salt Lake City area. Her name is Sandy Call. Uh-huh. And if anybody wants to, you know, message me off at bethshaw.com if you need somebody in your area who teaches the Yoga Fit style. Or if you have any other questions, if you're struggling with weight management, um, I respond to all of the inquiries. So just again, if anybody wants to reach out to me, if they're struggling with anything, message me at bathshaw.com. And it's chapter 10, living your best life, coping with trauma and mitigating your system, uh, symptoms. Perfect. Oh, that is great. Well, thank you so much, Beth. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you think someone could benefit, please share. If there's a conversation you think we should be having or a topic that resonated with you, please let us know. You can engage and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Pieces of a Woman Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. If you listen to us on Apple, leave us a five-star rating and a comment. 